Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Radha, and I'm here with Chaitanya Charan. Call him Cece. And we are on day seven of our journey through the Bhagavad Gita. And today we are going to start with text 26. So chapter one, text 26. So I will also be just reciting the Sanskrit, and then we will be reading the translation. Radha will be reading the translation. There Arjuna could see, within the midst of the armies of both parties, his fathers, grandfathers, teachers, maternal uncles, brothers, sons, grandsons, friends, and also his fathers-in-law and well-wishers. So, we just catch up with where we were in our discussion yesterday. They're both on the battlefield and they have come in the middle of the battlefield. We are in the middle of the first chapter, which has 46 texts. So we are right in the middle in text 26 now. So among the two armies, Krishna and Arjuna have come in the middle. So Krishna is here as the charioteer, Arjuna to him. And Arjuna from here is observing everyone. And what he's seeing is described. So he saw. And what did he see? He saw an entire array of generations. It was a war that was not just spanning, not just between cousins. You know, this war was at one level a fratricidal war because brothers or cousins were fighting. Mm -hmm. But it was not just cousins. Now he's using the more intimate word here, brothers. But then above, then there were fathers. He's using the word fathers generically. That their father, they are from his father's generation. Arjuna's father is not alive, but then there is his grandfathers also. The Bhishma is there, and there are some other people from his generation. And then his sons. Arjuna does not have many sons. He has two two sons mainly, but he's. There are so many others who are just from my son's generation, so they are like my sons. And this way, as he's seeing all this, there are at least with respect to some of them, there are even grandsons over there. So with so many generations of characters he's seeing, now we could go into the list of the names of who is from which generation, but that's of for those who are interested in the history. But our interest here is primarily on the, the emotional impact. Hmm. That for Arjuna, he sees, he knows that there's going to be a war and he's going to know that he knows that the war is going to be between family also. But the reality, the gravity the brutality of it all 
it registers in his mind when he sees so apatra apashat when he sees on seeing the reality of it the gravity of it the brutality of it it all registers and and is at that point how does it impact him so that's what well, we see in this next text yeah so something please so arjuna asked krishna to to bring him um to the middle to see and then it just is heart wrenching as he looks over like all of his family and loved ones realizing that he's going to have to fight them that would be so difficult <laughs> yes so okay in one sense uh, we will look at this this particular dilemma a little bit more about the heart wrenching aspect let's uh, see what arjuna speaks further so arjuna's speech contains several things so now uh, right now he is not spoken it just so the, we know the gita is a conversation between sanjay and dhritarashtra within which there is a conversation between between krishna and arjuna so periodically it's like a background the narrator narrative steps backward so generally when two people are speaking just their speech is described but when people do something okay you walk from here to there so describe that the narrative steps backward so the narrative step backward over here now now it is arjuna's what he is seeing is described and then what he is feeling is described briefly but then it's like the stage is given to arjuna so that his words reveal his feelings tan samiksha sakanteya sarvan bandho navastitan krupaya paraya vishto When the son of Kunti, Arjuna, saw all these different grades of friends and relatives, he became overwhelmed with compassion and spoke thus. So, Tan Samiksha Sakaunteya. In this series of verses, uh, vision is emphasized quite a bit. That... vision is in one sense external from outside vision can affect our emotion vision can affect our <clears throat> intention vision can affect our discretion so we will talk about this in terms of the gita's model of the self that emotion is associated with the mind okay? discretion is associated with the intelligence and intention is associated with more with the soul the person that person decides what i am going to do so all of these can be affected i may be rushing say to a meeting and if i see on the side somebody maybe a beggar lying wounded or a small child uh, with a swollen belly and uh, matchstick like arms and a uh, sunken face i may just stop oh maybe i should give some food to this child so our perception affects us so what our vision eventually these affect our action so here it is arjuna stan samikshya sakonte he saw 
sarvan bandhun avastan so they all of them are relatives over there so he became overcome by great emotion so overwhelming emotion came over him and that emotion what was that emotion vishidan it's described as lamenting as lamentation and that lamentation with those he started speaking out so this is the transition from perception to emotion now sometimes when we see a person coming to a particular situation we can even see that the person is visibly affected some people may try to put a stoic face some people are shaken so in one sense the narrator is telling that there is a visible effect on arjuna he is overwhelmed but when a person is emotionally affected by something we don't really know okay they are affected i know this situation affected them but what are they thinking what exactly affected them but now we get a glimpse into his heart we see the emotion but what is the exact cause of the emotion that is what will be articulated in the subsequent verse verses hmm want me to go ahead yes please so here we have arjun uvacha so whenever the geeta starts speaking uvacha is said that phraseology comes often arjun uvacha drishtve mam svajanam krishna yutsum samupasthitam idanti mam gatrani mukham cha parishushyate arjuna said my dear krishna seeing my friends and relatives present before me in such a fighting spirit i feel the limbs of my body quivering and my mouth drying up there are a series of verses let me read all of them and then we will discuss the meaning vepatushya sharire me romaharshischa jayate gandivam shramsate hastat vakchaiva paridahayate translation to text 29 my whole body is trembling my hair is standing on end my bog and diva is slipping from my hand and my skin is burning wow he's really having some physical symptoms here huh it concludes his description of his condition in this verse nacha shaknomya vasthatum bhramati vachame manah nimittani cha pashyami viparitani keshava translation to text 30 i am now unable to stand here any longer i am forgetting myself and my mind is reeling i see only causes of misfortune oh krishna killer of the keshi demon so here if you look at the verses arjuna is describing his condition arjuna's words if we consider so first two he describes his physical symptoms now these physical symptoms anyway in any person if we hear them Oh, my limbs are trembling. My skin is burning. We will be concerned. We understand that this person is severely affected. But what makes it even more significant is that these are in a warrior. Mm-hmm. Now, warriors 
warriors in some ways have to be they have to be tough a tough means that they have a great capacity to both endure pain and not only endure pain but also conceal pain endure pain in the sense it's just a part of the job they are going to get injured they are going to get wounded and conceal pain means sometimes even when pain is there they won't show it because that is seen as a sign of weakness if say two people are playing a boxing match and one boxer just throws a punch and that just touches the knee of the other uh, the jaw of the other person and the other person winces oh some injury over here from the past i can hit it here hit where it hurts that's the standard strategy confrontation hit the person where other person where they are the weakest and then you can destroy them from there so therefore it is important for warriors to conceal their pain even if there is some injury at least in the middle of the battlefield don't show the injury don't show the pain that way the opponent will think yeah this person is still strong and formidable and will not swoop in for the kill so that makes sense so, it's almost like it's almost, it's like a survival mechanism they don't show their vulnerabilities because then their enemy could exploit their vulnerability exactly so vulnerability is immediately they will be exploited and so the, now what is significant is that arjuna is in the middle of the battlefield so it's not just if you consider arjuna situation he is on the battlefield and he's not just uh, on the battlefield he's not just one of the soldiers on the battlefield he's a leader on the battlefield and he is in the middle of the battlefield that means you could this is the point of maximum visibility hmm so at this point when he is describing all these things now he could say he's speaking this to krishna and uh, the other people are at a significant distance they're not hearing it yeah even if we grant that still the point is these things are happening to him and he's not saying that i'm trying to control them he says it's just beyond my control when he's describing these physical symptoms this indicates the the immensity of the impact that is there the so for a warrior itself if that warrior is showing pain that indicates that there must be some real big pain over there and a warrior on a battlefield a warrior who is a leader and who is in the middle where the, everybody is forces the opposing forces the opposing forces see is they will swoop in for the kill if his forces see it they may become demoralized but in spite of all that arjuna when he is this immensity of the impact that is described over here it is it is clear visible physical symptoms that can talk uh, gives a hint of the severity of the angst so the impact is physical symptoms sometimes we do understand how much a person is uh, in pain from the physical symptoms so this is setting up uh, the the stage for the subsequent discussion 
तो अर्जुना इज हैविंग अवियर प्रॉब्लम इज इन इमेंस पेन एंड दिस इज बेसिकली कन्वेड थ्रू द टू वर्स ट्वेंटी एट एंड ट्वेंटी He wasn't just like any old warrior either. He was like one of the best or the best, right? So, and it's yeah. Like... He was fearless, and he was fearless. Fearless, and fearless. <laughs> yet overwhelmed. So, wow. You could say you could add that he's not just a leader. He was. was the leader the biggest warrior so the fourth factor over here which shows the extraordinariness of the pain that he is going through and in this situation now he is articulating okay what's effective so much i can see that you are you're overwhelmed but what caused it that he describes in the 30th text ऑफ in auspiciousness what it means is he's seeing that something it's all terrible over here so like sometimes when say we are going down a dark alley alone and something inside us says tells us don't go there i've got a bad feeling over here so i've got a bad feeling so he's telling that i've got a terrible feeling and not just one i can see that everything what i'm seeing it's It's terrible. So, causes of inauspiciousness here. It means that so if I am at a particular place over here, and if I see that the road ahead, there might be. He will talk about. If let's assume there are two roads, but if there are whatever roads are there over here, if all that one sees is that there is disaster, maybe. there is a building collapsing there is a there is a earthquake occurring or whatever it is there are all kinds of disasters everywhere and maybe there is a there is a snake over here maybe there is a flood coming in over here these are all signs that there's big danger over here and the question is how did all this happen i'm seeing all signs of impending disaster so inauspicious might seem to be like inauspicious might seem like more religious kind of word but you could use the word i'm seeing impending disasters all around me and the tendency is at the he has come there to fight but his feels what is the point of this fight this is just horrible this is i am unable to stay over here so it's almost his tendency is that better i leave from here i can't stay he's not physically going away but he's saying i just can't stay here so the subsequent verses will describe what is he seeing as inauspicious over here what are the disasters that he is seeing that is affecting him so much 
but gen uh, generally Oh. If we consider the language of negotiations, sometimes when there is like a lose lose situation, no matter what I want to do, I just end up losing. Then I'm out of here. Just get out. I don't want to be a part of this itself. So that's that's I want. I just want out of here. That's what he's telling in this particular text. So, wow. Can't even imagine what he's going through. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Should I go ahead? Yeah, are we close to time, Sissy? I didn't really keep track. <laughs> I think we start. I think we are close to time. To be honest, if this is a, a spot to stop, it's it's just sixteen minutes. Yeah, we could stop here. Okay. Do you, do you want to summarize? Yeah, sure. I'll do that. So, in this particular series of verses, we discussed mainly three points. First is we talked about how what was Arjuna's perception. His perception was that this was not just a fratricidal war, but it's like a multi-generational fratricide. Fratricidal war was about to happen. A war among brethren, among among the family itself. And when he sees this, then there is a there is a is the effect that is emotional, and that is conveyed through. The physical symptoms. So the physical symptoms that are there, they are they are alarming in themselves. That the limbs are trembling, the skin is burning, but they are all the more so they are alarming in anyone. But even more, all the more so in a warrior. So the immensity of the agony that he is going through, you can say that he's it's all the more so because he's a warrior. He's a leader. You could say he's not just a leader. He is. He is the leader. He's a peerless. He's a peerless warrior, and he's in the middle, the point of maximum visibility. So the emotions are so high that he's just not able to control them. And then he's telling not only how he's feeling, but he's also telling out what he's thinking of doing. He says, "This I see only disasters." I don't see any good anywhere, and therefore my mind is really. I just can't stay over here. So this is like a almost existential angst for him. We'll talk about how it is existential, but at this point it was. It's you can say it's, at this point it's an emotional angst, an unbearable emotional angst, and he just feels, what am I doing over here? So it's for him. He's seeing a lose lose situation. So what he is thinking will articulate in this in the next verses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna.